are nearing the end of the Monster Movie Madness Tournament 2019, and it's time to go over the most recent results with Steve Turek, the mastermind behind all of this. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It was it was a fun round, several close matches, and uh, one upset. I also really liked this round because it was the most votes we've gotten so far. We had over 100 responses come in, which was great. Uh, makes the sample size bigger and get more opinions going and hopefully more conversations going uh, regarding these movies and how you're going to come down on which one you're going to vote for. You know what I mean? So it's really cool to see that too. Oh, exactly. And I know on Facebook with the comments, we'd have people, a lot of people are worried as the films get less and less, the toughness of the choices get higher and higher. It seems for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, ourselves included. And it's going to be interesting when we finally get to that um, fatal four. Which is coming soon. Fatal 4 or Frightful 4? Oh, Frightful 4. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that came up with that. Get it right, man. I, you know, I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're contemplating how Derek really doesn't know anything about how sports really work, uh, <laughs> let's take a look and see who came out on top in the East Division. We had two matchups. King Kong versus the Invisible Man and The Thing from Another World versus Them. So between King Kong and the Invisible Man. That one exactly as we predicted. I mean, King Kong just had basically 80% of the vote over the Invisible Man. And as much as I love the Invisible Man, you love the Invisible Man, it's King Kong. Sure. And when you're talking monster movies, it obviously was a slam dunk for him. Yeah, I love the Invisible Man. I think it's underrated. I think the Invisible Man franchise is underrated and underserved when it comes to the Universal Classics. But it's King Kong. I'm not going to say it's underrated anymore because it made it this far. I mean, we, well, that's a good point. We kept thinking the Invisible Man was going to get knocked off um, in the prior rounds, so uh, I think it showed very well and showed it has a lot of respect and the listenership. It's a really good point. Well, King Kong's moving on, and uh, who's it going to take on between the thing from another world and them? And this is one of those three that were very close, and we called that it was going to be very close, but it was at first a huge blowout and. The thing from another world started to come back and keep coming back and keep coming back, but eventually it could not come back enough, and them took it. You know, man, this was a tough one. Uh, I don't even remember what I voted for, uh, to be honest, because both of these are so good. I think between the two of them, if I had to pick a favorite right now, it would probably be the one that I've seen most recently because I love them both so much. I voted for the thing from another world that, but I remember it was um, two or three days into the voting, them had 90% of the vote over it. <laughs> I, was, I was almost fell over when I saw it was such a huge yeah. lead. And that's what I mean about it, it. It ended up winning by 53% of the vote, but it had a huge margin with the early voting. So that's going to be an interesting East Division matchup, which we'll talk about here in a second. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the North Division. Interesting uh, results with one of these matchups. Now, the, the first matchup, though, Frankenstein versus Mothra versus Godzilla. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but it's always sad when another kaiju movie disappears from the tournament. I knew you'd be a little down, so it, it's okay, Steve. It's okay. But I mean, but I mean, <laughs> but even I forget. I mean, we both called that Frankenstein was going to win, and it had seventy-three. Oh, yeah. It had seventy-three percent of the vote. It wasn't even close, but it was. Yeah, it's, it's still kind of sad when you see Mothra's finally, <laughs> finally Frankenstein used flame and Mothra went into it and died. So Frankenstein mastered flame and took out Mothra. <laughs> yeah, and Mothra's going to be in a movie. 
later this month. So, I mean, you'll get some Mothra action that way, some Mothra love that way. So that, that, that'll have to hold you over, I guess. It will. It will. I'm definitely looking forward to the end of the month, which brings us up to the next matchup. Oh, man. So, <laughs> two Frankenstein movies. Bride of Frankenstein, which I actually just saw last night on the big screen, and I forgot how funny that is, versus a bonafide horror comedy, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Two Universal movies, two Frankenstein movies. Man, I, I didn't know where this was going to end up as it progressed. This one, listeners, for the longest time, was looking like it was going to be the upset of upsets. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein held the lead over Bride of Frankenstein through most of the um, the polls when they were open. It was the last um, few days when Bride finally came back and took the lead with 53%. I remember um, messaging Derek. I was like, hey, do you see the upset, the big upset that's coming? And you thought it was a different two movies I was talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Bride is losing. And, um, and Derek's response was classic. It was just like, he was like in shock. He looked, um, you know, he was like dumbfounded. <laughs> Yeah, I was quite surprised. But it's going to lead to a really interesting uh, North Division matchup here in a bit. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Which was predicted when the yeah. tournament, when we saw the brackets. But it yeah. almost didn't happen. I was, I would have been, I mean, I did both for Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein for reasons I said in the last episode. And I would have mm-hmm. been, oh, can they do it? Can they do it? No. They can't. Uh, well, they put in a good effort. A good, a good showing was made by uh, our, our favorite comedian team of that era. They, they did, they did a decent job, but Bride took it. Yes. All right, the West Division category that I know you were paying attention to: two matchups: Godzilla versus Nosferatu and the Wolfman versus the Mummy. Starting with Godzilla versus Nosferatu, and this is the original Godzilla, 1954. You might call it Gojira. I call it the winner. It was 68% of the vote. I mean, it wasn't close. Um, though I got to say, Nosferatu with 32% of the vote. Very respectable showing. I mean, again, I like the Invisible Man. For it to go this far into the round, it's it just, again, shows the respect and the love people had for different types of movies. And this being, the, you know, the, the, the silent movie that made it the farthest. Just like Abbott and Costello being a comedy that made it so deep. Yep. Yeah, it's great to see a silent horror film. Uh, the first filmic adaptation, filmic, cinematic adaptation of the Dracula story. Uh, and it's a fantastic film that holds up to this very day. But you're going up against Godzilla, which has a completely different fan base, a very vocal, enthusiastic fan base. There's just no way. You cannot silence Godzilla. No, Godzilla definitely took out the Nosferatu which leads us to Universal versus Universal. Man, yeah. The Wolfman versus the original Mummy, 1932's Karloff film. And I'm, I'm a little surprised how this one went as it went on. Because uh, I was watching the results come in. And I think the Mummy did okay, but, I mean, it's the Wolfman. The Wolfman, just like Godzilla, had 68% of the vote. Wolfman had 67%. So it had, it had a lead early on, and it just pretty much stays. Just like Godzilla, they both pretty much um, had control over their match, and there was never in doubt as to which one was going to get through their respective right. opponent. The, what can you say? Lon Chaney Jr., um, the very charismatic, very, and the Wolfman 1941 movie still 
reflects well with modern audiences. I expected more of a blowout to happen here. Uh, I did not expect The Mummy to get at least 25% of the vote, but good for The Mummy. It's a great film, but when you're looking at the monster movies, I think one of the things that makes the Universal Monster movie so special is that you can sometimes identify with the monsters, and Lon Chaney Jr. makes that so easy in The Wolfman. So, there we go. Now All right. Going, now we're going to do a division you don't care anything at all about. <laughs> eh, whatever. Let's just skip it. Hey, it's the South <laughs> Division, and a matchup that I was paying attention to because, well, it's Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And then the other matchup, two Draculas, and we'll get to that in a sec, but I want to talk about Creature. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, I do. Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I don't know. Have I flat out said this on the show in the past? I think maybe I have, but if I haven't. Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman is one of my absolute favorite sequels of the Universal Classic Monster Cycle. Uh, I just adore that film. Uh, again, it's got Lon Janey Jr., but it's got one of the coolest, one of the creepiest, eeriest resurrection scenes for the Wolfman in all of, I'm going to say, all of film. When he comes out of the crypt, you know, when the two grave robbers come in and you know, they break through and uh, the moonlight trickles in through an open window. Man, it's just amazing. I love that sequence so much. But it's not my favorite film of all time. <laughs> I was going to say, if you said you voted for Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, I think all of your listenership that's driving would be in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with Derek? No. <laughs> the pod people. It's the pod people. <laughs> there you go. I was trying to come up with a Body Snatchers reference there. Uh, anyway, yeah, Creature won. 72% of the vote, and it wasn't, like like the last couple we just talked about, it wasn't even close. It was pretty much just a matter of how many votes, you know, how much of a winning percentage is it going to win by. Right, right. And I'd like to think it's not just because I kept playing bits of the trailer in these episodes. <laughs> oh, oh, you do? No, no. Sheer stark terror grips you in underwater 3D in Creature from the Black Lagoon. The most terrifying monster of the ages rises from the sea, raging with pent-up passions. Making every man his mortal enemy, every woman's beauty his prey. Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, starring Richard Carlson and Julie Adams. Every horrifying scene leaps out of the screen right at you. A universal re-release rated G. I didn't notice. I thought it was subliminal. You know, was, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, final matchup of this round. A Tale of Two Vampires, the original Dracula from Universal versus Hammer's first Dracula film, Horror of Dracula or Dracula, depending on which side of the pond you're on. Lee versus Lugosi, black and white versus color, Universal versus Hammer. This one's going to be a tough one. And uh, yeah, do you want to talk about how this turned out? Well, it was a two-vote difference, and if people were paying attention, we said there was one upset. So obviously, they, they pretty much know that, that Lee's Dracula had 51% of the vote beat Bella Lugosi's Dracula. And I think the difference was Peter Cushing. Yeah? I think it was the Peter Cushing factor that, that put the um, Lee Dracula over top because there is no Peter Cushing in the, you know, Bella Lugosi's Dracula. It's just that Van Helsing character is superior in the one film compared to the other. So I think yeah. that broke the tie. I like Edward Von Sloan as Dracula, or as, as Dracula, as Van Helsing. That's <laughs> I a do different like that. movie. Yeah, fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> to totally, yeah. Well, you know, somebody write that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I do like him a lot as Van Helsing, but he's not the action hero Van Helsing that 
I adore when it comes to Cushing. So, yeah, I, I am a little surprised that it was as close as it was uh, through the entire thing. Uh, I kind of expected maybe Universal to have a stronger showing here, but you just can't deny the Cushing Lee connection, I guess. Well, last last time we talked, I was I was just despondent because all the Hammer films are getting annihilated by Universal, and I came in with this whole matchup with a defeatist attitude that oh everybody's going to vote Universal again, and down goes Hammer. And thankfully, the listeners proved me wrong, and a Hammer film is still alive and well in the tournament. So we'll see how that turns out uh, as we move further into the next round and. Boy, we got some uh, some competitions coming up. We have our evil eight, but we have to get our evil eight to down the four. So our first category, the is it the East Division? Back to the East Division. King Kong versus them. Obviously, this is going to be King Kong's first real competition and all of the movies it's gone against so far. Because I don't think I don't think King Kong. I don't think any of them have been close. I think this is going to be its closest one, but I still think King Kong is going to come out on top. Giant ape versus giant ants. Yeah, I think King Kong's going to move further here, move forward. I'm curious to see what happens here. This, I believe, is the, the only matchup in this round that does not have a representative from Universal. This is an RKO film versus... Uh, who did them? Was it Paramount, Columbia, MJ, somebody. I'm not firing in all cylinders today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still recovering from a impromptu polyp removal. Anyway, uh, yeah, King Kong, them. I think King Kong's going to win. I wouldn't be surprised if them somehow pulls it out, but I think I think King Kong is going to make it through. But them does have a very loyal following. It does, and it's a great film. It really is a fantastic film. And it's Warner Brothers that put that out. Well, I was, I was way off. The next matchup, it is... The North Division, Frankenstein versus Bride of Frankenstein. Man versus wife. Who's going to take it? This has been the question everybody asked. Now, if I remember right, when we did the best of favorite of Frankenstein poll, mm-hmm. what's your, what was your favorite and what was your best? I remember that one took best and one took favorite. And if I'm remembering correctly, Frankenstein was the favorite where Bride won the best. So hmm. using that logic, I mean, that this is a favorite movie poll, I'm thinking Frankenstein's going to pull it out. I think that's where my heart lies as well. I'm going to be real curious to see how this pans out. This is going to be tight. So we'll see. Well, it's definitely the one that we were calling for when we got to this, when we got the evil eight, that this is going to be the one, you know, this is going to be the matchup that we hope came, came to fruition and it did. So it's, it's going to be close. Just, just like Dracula versus Horror Dracula was all it was billed to be when we first did it. We're like, oh, these two go head-to-head. It's going to be a battle. And that was definitely a battle all the way to the end. Yeah, and you know, going back to that Dracula versus Horror of Dracula matchup, Dracula was the number six seed. Horror of Dracula was number 11. So to see Horror of Dracula overtake you know, a higher-seeded film, kind of cool. Speaks to the power of that movie. And Frankenstein's number two and Bride's number seven, but... It's very close to call. I'm I'm always partial to ones that are the first of a franchise. Mm, the okay. ones that set the tone. That's just the way I usually roll. Usually. Sure. Not always. Sure. And that, that's part of the reason why I'm going with the Frankenstein movie. Like like we said many times in this, when we're getting to the, we're getting down to the nitty gritty when we're starting <laughs> to pick differences between movies as to which way to vote. 
it, it right. gets to be tough. It gets to be tough, and I'm sure a lot of people are not going to be happy with us. <laughs> but hey, yeah. we, they voted it to be this way, so don't blame us. Blame yourselves. <laughs> well, how about the next round, the next matchup, the next division? Uh, the West Division, Gojira or Godzilla, 1954, the 65th anniversary of Godzilla, against the Wolfman, 1941, Lon Chaney Jr. Wow. You know, you think Universal versus Hammer is tough. Classic Universal versus Classic Kaiju? The number four versus the number five. This one's going to be tough. This one's going to be tough. I know who you're going to vote for, but... Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. I still don't know who I'm going to vote for here because I love both films. I know that I razz you a little bit, and we kind of joke back and forth about the Godzilla thing and the kaiju thing. But I love my kaiju films. I am a huge kaiju fan, and I love all of these movies on a ridiculous level. I love these films. It was Jeff Owens and Rich Chamberlain, our Kansas City gruesome twosome, our experts in this division. And if I remember correctly, they split on who would win between these two. Hmm. So even the two experts from the Classic Cars Club podcast couldn't even <laughs> agree on which movie would make it out between these two. Well, I like I said, I don't know who I'm going to vote for yet, but we'll see what happens with the rest of the listeners, the rest of the voters. And, yeah, another one that's going to be uh, too tough to call for me right now. I, I know who I'm going to vote for in the final round or the final matchup. Man, I keep mixing up terms. Division, matchup, round... Are you talking about, about the South whatever. Division now? Yeah, I'm talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Horror of Dracula. I know I'm going to vote for Creature. That's my jam. But Horror of Dracula surprised me with how well it showed in the last round. So we'll see, I guess. This one's a tough one for me. This one's not going to be easy to pick. I think Creature's going to win. But I can see Horror of Dracula getting a lot of votes. I think this would be the first time the creature's really been challenged. I think so, too. And the, the thing about Hammer films, and I'm a huge Hammer fan, don't get me wrong. The thing about Hammer films, though, those who love these movies love Hammer movies and are very passionate about their love of Hammer films. Sometimes so much so that they elevate them above all other types of movies in that genre. You know, I know that we joke a little bit about the universal versus hammer thing. And I don't see that. I enjoy both, but I know a lot of fans who are, I prefer hammer. I like hammer. It's so much better than universal and vice versa. I see that on the other side too. I say love them all, but when it comes down to something like this, I don't know where it's going to go. There's got to be a winner. You're like, you just said universal hammer. It's almost like Marvel DC nowadays where people are like, mm -hmm. well, how can you like that? One? I like both. Or I Star mean, Trek versus Star Wars, uh, the classic fan division, Babylon 5 versus Star Trek Deep Space Nine. There's always been that divide, and I don't think it needs to be there, but I suppose YouTube would have a lot less video content if everybody thought that way. Well, this, this, <laughs> that's true, but th this has been going on well before um, yeah. YouTube and, and podcasting and all that stuff, these debates about the, the, you know, the people in these groups. But I think you and I are in agreement in that whether it's a hammer movie, a universal movie or whatever, you know, I like, I, I like to put and, or because I can like sure. both, you know, yep. it's, it's, it's a movie's a movie. You don't have to be a fan of just one particular group. Exactly. Cause then you're losing, you're purposely putting yourself away from, or, or keeping yourself from watching all these great films. So preach, why, why do that? Preach. I'm right there with you. The thing is though, is that, 
a situation like this, this poll, this, this tournament does make you have to decide and we'll see what happens with creature versus horror of Dracula. But now I want to see a creature from the Black Lagoon film with Peter Cushing in it. That, that's what I want to see now. Well, it'd be Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee as the scientists and Caroline Monroe as the, the diver, you know, as the woman. Wow. <laughs> Just saying, if that was, if it would be hammered, that would be your, you know, your threesome right there, you know, your three main leads. We've got, what is this, the Evil Eight now at this point? The Evil Eight. Okay, and we need to narrow it down to the Frightful Four. So go back to the website, tinyurl.com slash mmmadness2019 and place your votes there. The new ballot will be up and we'll see who comes out on top. Let's give the listeners a little bit of time to place their votes. Let's say next weekend, the 26th, which is a Sunday. So they've got about a week to get this in, and then Steve and I will meet online a day or two afterwards and reveal the results. Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan, my man. And I, know, I know you're a creature fan, but I'm actually hoping that a Hammer, a Universal, an RKO, and a Toho movie all make it to the Final Four. You know, I, I would love to see Creature Advance, but that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I like it. All right, Steve, this has been a blast, and I know that we've extended this further than a typical March Madness thing. I mean, what is it, May now? You know, it's almost like it's almost like we should start putting some Mexican monster movies in on the tournament just because we stretched into that famous time of the year of yours. Lucha Luch- de Mayo. Lucha yeah. de Mayo. God, so, okay, Steve, man, I'm so mad at you right now. I've been saying Lucha de Mayo this whole time for the past several weeks on the show. We get on the microphone, we start chatting, and you start talking about mayonnaise, giving me a hard time, and I immediately reverted back to Lucha de Mayo. Man, it is Lucha de Mayo, and I had it down, man. Weeks of progress, you just undid. I'm just saying, I was wondering why you were talking about mass wrestlers and mayonnaise. I had no idea. I was like, what kind of films are these? Well, it's a very specific gimmick match. Uh, that involves me. I can't even go there. I don't know. And I guess the concession stand would sell B- would sell BLTs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>